I love my baby. I just need some sleep. I need a vacation. What am I doing wrong? I just need 10 minutes of peace. I'm doing this for my child. This is New Age Mamas. Hey y'all, it's Shane. Yo, what's up? It's Jasmine. Hey y'all, it's Diamond. And welcome back to New Age Mamas. What's, hey, what's cracking, ladies? How y'all feeling? Feeling good. Feeling good. Happy Monday. Happy Monday. You said happy, like it was a holiday mm-hmm. supposed to go up after that. <laughs> Technically, it's President's Day. Yeah, right? it is President's Day. The- no school for the kiddos. Yeah. How was y'all day today without them? Uh, I mean, with y'all kids? Uh, my baby went with his yaya. He okay. was with his dad and then um, came here for a little bit, ate lunch, and then went with his yaya. Bye, baby. <laughs> y'all see me pull up my so yaya. So is yaya grandma? Yep. Yep, grandma. Okay. I feel like that should be another another little topic, y'all. What they call the grandmas nowadays don't want to be called grandma, baby. <laughs> or they don't be I trying know. to do their grandma duties. <laughs> like picking out a, a name as a grandma is like a, a thing. Like it's like, no, I don't want to be called grandma. I want to be Nana, Yaya, or what I mean, I want to be Nana. See, my he calls my Nana <laughs> Nana. That's her name. So she already he. That name already spoken for at our house. Nana? Well, we pronounce it Nana. Nana? Mm-hmm. So that name already spoken for. What does uh, your son call his grandmas? Diamond? You is a grandma. You is getting called grandma. <laughs> like, That's you what? just have to face the fact <laughs> that you're a grandmother. Grandma. Like, Who's the grandma? Grandma grandmother something in that area not no yeah you just have to face the fact that that's what you are a lot of these grandmas be trying to even my my dad like he calls my dad papa no you are grandpa you was a you was a grandfather like right now because you don't have your this because that's funny you are a grandma you are a grandpa except who you are that's so old that's an old name no that's why people because Come on now. If you let, let's say you a thirty six year old grandma like this lady I seen on TikTok, she's not gonna be one to be called grandma. You just uh, you have to face the fact that you are a grandmother. Like you can't get over that grievance. Like you, it's no way you can get past that. I, I, y'all see, we that's gonna be another topic because we disagree and shade about she wanted to be called Nana, and I'm you gonna call me grandma? That's where I am. Like. <laughs> Diamond talking about you gonna call me grandma. Look, <laughs> speaking of names and parents and grandparents, let's talk about these different parenting styles and you know what y'all think about them. What do y'all think y'all are? What do y'all see nowadays? Did y'all know it was uh, multiple parenting styles when y'all before y'all had kids? I briefly had heard about just the mention of different parenting styles, but actually hearing what those parenting styles were, like I didn't recognize that they actually categorized them. 
Yeah, me either. So, like, when, right. So, like, when you hear, like, people have different parenting styles, I just assume it was just, like, on a basis of, like, strict versus not strict or whatever. So. Same here. Because, like, when after, like, around, like, probably a year before I had my son, I heard of gentle parenting, but that was, like, the most I've ever heard. I haven't heard of. And then, like you said, being a strict parent non-strict other than that i really didn't know too much about different parenting styles what about you diamond oh it was the same uh yeah i didn't know much until we decided to do this episode honestly crying <laughs> you <laughs> crying y'all well while we you know we be researching <laughs> so in our research we found that there are four main types of parenting styles it's a authorian Y'all know I'm going to be pronouncing words good. So, y'all, if I mess up. Well, let me pull it up. You've been, no, hey, pull I it do. Up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And then I said authorian wrong. See, that's how I'm like, you know I be messing stuff up. It says authorian. <laughs> y'all going to think I'm slow. Author- Go ahead, Shay. Go ahead and pronounce them. Authorian Tateranian. <laughs> <laughs> and y'all gonna think I'm slow. I can sure, read. No, oh, really, you need to look at it. The, the, the English language is tricky, stupid. So I got y'all. And then I so do have my author- degrees, y'all. I just me and authoritarian. words. What's it called? We got authoritarian. Authoritarian is it is a tricky word in your defense. So audience, don't be looking at us crazy. Don't be looking at us crazy. Um. <laughs> then it's authoritative. Then permissive and then uninvolved. I feel like the last one is pretty self-explanatory. But we're gonna dive into that. Mm-hmm. And then it's some six sub-parenting styles, but we'll talk about that in a little bit, just because that that goes into a whole nother thing. So say how you pronounce that first one? Author authoritarian. Authoritarian. <laughs> so they were saying um in our research, it says that um you believe your kids should be seen and not heard. Where have we heard that before? Um, when it comes to rules, you believe it's my way or the highway. You don't take your child's feelings into consideration. Um, authoritative, um, you put a lot of effort into creating and maintaining a positive relationship positive relationship with your child. You explain the reasons behind your rules. You set limits, enforce rules. And give consequences, but take your child's feelings into considerations. I like that one so far. Okay. Yeah, I like that That's one. one right. So far. Permissive is you set rules, but rarely enforce them. I, do y'all have, I feel like with toddlers, like you set the rules, but sometimes it's like, you think this is a little kid. <laughs> um, you don't give like the age. Yeah. You don't give out consequences very often. You think your child will learn best with little interference from you and uninvolved is like um, Shay said, it's kind of self-explanatory, but you don't ask your child about school, homework, their life. You rarely know where your child is or who they with. Baby, you don't know who your kids with. Hey, it's a lot of people that don't be knowing like, "Mm -mm, who you with? Where y'all at? Baby, you can't get in a call with that person. Mm Mm-mm. Okay. What uh, growing up, what type of style like now, like kind of just knowing not the big definitions of it, but just a little snippet of it, like what style parenting do you think y'all grew up with? Just from off of the main four type, not even going off the sixth, the sub parenting. 
And I got a little I mean, linky for y'all too, just in case if y'all want to read more about it. <laughs> yeah, I think the parenting style I grew up under was like authoritarian and permissive, which is is crazy. Really? You no, know, but like there were ways where it was just like it is my way or the highway, but there were other times where it was just like there aren't rules or you know certain things being set or. You know, it is like, okay, I know I've gotten away with some things where I'm just like, I don't think I, I don't think my daughter would get away with that. Um, so, yeah. What about y'all? Uh, I think for me, authoritative. Um, yeah, my parents were, they weren't strict, but they, i say the only one under that, um, what it say you explain the reasons behind your rules i never got an explanation mm-hmm. um Same. yeah do these dishes because like <laughs> I, it was never an explanation behind it it was just do it type stuff um i never questioned it either um i never thought about questioning it i couldn't fix my mouth to yeah look like i wanted to ask why or what when why how none of that so but yeah under that that's probably the only thing that they um yeah, didn't really do was explain the reasons behind their uh their rules. Um, they enforced rules. They gave consequences when we didn't follow them. Um, yeah, and they also took um our feelings into consideration. Um, but like I said, we never, me and my siblings never questioned or never you know asked you know why do I have to do this or now that we older my brother and then go back and forth on why I got to do this and stuff like that. But yeah, we pretty much good. I would say the same um, between like authoritative and then um, I would say like authoritative, but then a little bit of permissive, like, but not like so much. Like I had a lot of independence. I just feel like, I don't know in my head, I just feel like I had a nice regular healthy childhood but if like I have to put it in one of these boxes um I don't think I don't think that well like Diamond said I never got a like a reason behind rules or anything and I feel ourselves now I do explain a lot of things to my son um even though he's only two I just feel like okay well just it not just because I said so goes because, you know, when we were younger, it'd be like, oh, because I said so. Well, why is that power? Like, why is that? Okay. Just because you said so, like, what does that mean? <laughs> so, but the, I can also see the short patience of you be like, say if our kids, when they start asking like, why, why, why you just be like, please get out of my face. I don't feel like keep explaining everything, especially if I'm telling you to do something like right away. I don't feel like explaining myself, but I think sometimes we do have to sit back and explain ourselves so they really know and understand the reasons why we're telling them to do certain things. Like, I think a, a good example for me is like when I was younger, my Nana, she'd be like, oh, okay, we got to clean the baseboards. We got to clean the walls. We got to clean the doors. And I'm like, dang, why we got to do all this? I don't want to do that. Like, why? Like, nobody's looking at this. That doesn't matter. You got to clean the cabinets. Like, little stuff like that. Like, that doesn't matter. But then now, you know, as an adult, 
and you go to somebody's house and they back door is disgusting or like or you even or just your house and if you see the baseboards you're like well they look dusty they need a little <laughs> some self-love <laughs> or like that stuff matters yeah it matters and like but since they didn't give you a reason of why this matters you didn't really know but now growing up you're like oh, okay right. i see why they were trying to enforce these certain um habits or rules if, as as you may say right because mm-hmm. it would have been easy it i mean i feel like in my opinion it can be easy to just say hey i'm teaching you what you'll need to know when you get older about how to keep up with your home mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. and by just allowing you to watch me do it you are not learning properly you need to be involved with it and see the process through to the end Mm. you know and that's a whole different other topic shay that we that was a good segue that we'll have to talk about just learning your child's learning style because we all had learned different ways and that was good so we're gonna talk about that later but yeah you're right do y'all so jazz i know you mentioned like you find yourself you know explaining to your son sometimes why is that with within everything or is that with certain things um some things and then i also see myself so i seen a post on instagram and she was basically saying she's a parenting coach and she was saying how we shouldn't basically bribe our child like oh or she used a different word but i can't think of what the what the word is right now Uh, basically saying oh if you don't do this then you can't get this so if you don't lay down then we're not gonna watch tv like she was saying we shouldn't do that but it's like it's kind of hard because you be like, "Dang, just can you do this so we can, <laughs> so we can move on?" So, um, I do. I I I think I just explain myself with certain things right now, not too much of everything because he doesn't know what I'm saying. Well, he he does like because these kids know mm-hmm. what's going on, but to, just right now, just certain things. Yeah, I, I think like the same for me. Consequences appropriate to what like their age group. Because a two-year-old, for example, we we dealing with two-year-olds. They only know so much. But some of our listeners might be dealing with older children. And so that's that's different. Do you all give y'all children consequences? Like when they're having a tantrum, like how do you all like deal with that? Or when they're in something that they're not supposed to be in, like what do you, how do you all handle those type of situations? Um, for me, honestly, which is bad, and for me to finally admit it out loud is going <laughs> to sound bad, but my child gets consequences based off of how I feel. Mm. So if I'm yeah, not in a good headspace, if I'm irritated, if I'm at my last breaking point, if I'm at you at your third tantrum for the day, I think about it. I'm exhausted too as well. So um, that's why I asked you that question too, Jazz, because I find myself explaining some of, some of the rules to my child depending on what it is. So, for example, if he goes to touch the stove, I find myself explaining why not to touch the stove. Don't touch it because it's hot, you know, or the plug. My child now recently likes to unplug the charger out the wall mm. and plug it back in. No, you can't touch that. Um, and every child is different. Because I can tell my child 
three or four times not to touch it and he'd turn around and do it again okay so now you're not listening so now okay turn your listening ears up and here's a, a spanking on the hand or something like that so i have disciplined my child and my child has you know received consequences before um and once i do that he knows not to um do it i'm also um in a potty training stage um so that comes in my my mind and my parenting is coming with a little discipline when it comes to potty training because he's aware he knows um lately he he's been going to the pot and doing what he's supposed to do and it was so funny he was he's um he's been sick this week so i've been instead of putting him on his underwear his drawers he's been wearing his diaper his pull-ups i had brought some more pull-ups and he had it on and he used the restroom on himself he instantly came to me and he's like mama pee pee boo boo and he started crying Aww. because he expected a whooping after that and i'm like no i'm not going to whoop you you're you know you're sick you're not feeling well so he definitely understands and he knows you know, I want to say right from wrong at the age of two, but he knows what he's doing at the things that I'm trying to teach him within that moment. He knows what he's doing right and what he's doing wrong. Did you feel bad that he had that reaction in any way? I did. I actually felt bad because it's like, no, I'm not going to whip you, even though you're used. Like, I want to say used to getting a whipping. He expects to get a whipping because that is something I want. I won't. I don't want to use the word train, but that is something that we, you know, had going on and i can be honest every time my child has had an accident on herself he hasn't gotten a, a spanking or a whipping but the times that he has gotten it, he remembers like oh my god i got mm. a so it's like yeah and there's nothing uh i know yeah it's nothing bad one hit two hits and and leave it at that tell you know have a conversation and i have a conversation every time i tell every time my child has gotten disciplined i had a conversation on why i did it you know like because you used it on yourself don't use it on yourself let mommy know when you have to go to the potty let mommy know when you have to pee okay or let dad know let somebody know okay he say okay like so he understands but I mean, it's other other ways that works for other people. This method just works for me and my son. Mm. She like this is easy. Okay, she like this is the what this what we got going on. So do you do you? <laughs> my daughter doesn't respond well to that to like um, whoopings or yeah, just like she responds better to like I I just I really don't want to whoop her. I don't. And whooping for me is just like it, whooping is different for everybody, right? Because when I was growing up, like whoopings was like crazy, like belt switch, you know, fresh out of the bathtub or something like that. Like I was getting beat. <laughs> not to bring any triggers. I'm not laughing at you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean. I laugh at it. I it is it's it's traumatizing. I work it out in therapy. We're gonna laugh about it though, because I do. Like I think about like there was this one time when I was younger. Don't judge me, y'all. Me and some younger kids, I, I couldn't have been no more than 10. We broke into somebody's house. <laughs> okay. Hold on, real quick. We gonna I'm gonna need you to what made y'all think to do this? I don't know. What was the consequences? You know, what happened when you fe- you got caught? 
She got beat. Me, just... me and my brother got beat out in the street. Okay? <laughs> in front of everybody to see. Everybody. See right <laughs> hey, and I'm glad you brought that up, Shay, because I think that ties into, like, the parenting styles of how we were raised because how did you feel when you did something you know you had no business doing you you knew it was wrong when you were doing it you like well i hopefully ain't gonna get caught and i'm gonna do it anyway so all those times like when you were doing something you know you weren't supposed to be doing did you know like the consequence is i'm gonna get a whooping or did you know like I'm going to get a stern talking to. I'm just going to get in trouble. It's going to get awkward. Like, what were what was in y'all heads when y'all were doing something y'all weren't supposed to be doing? Regarding, it could be anything. And you knew something. What were y'all consequences? Like, or how did you feel? Now, I hated whoopings. But sometimes I would take them over a punishment. Because I knew that and meant to me that they were no longer effective. It's like, I know they're going to hurt. I'm going to get over it. In that moment, once, yep. Once that happens, like, it, and that's what, like, the worst thing, you going to whoop. You going to whoop my butt. And you moving you on. <laughs> exactly. You know, like there, like, there was one time my dad, like, he got me good. And then sent me to this thing called Kiwanis or Awanas or something like that. Like it's, it was like this church thing on Wednesdays I went to when I was younger in middle school. But I was sitting there that whole time. We was talking about Jesus and God and my butt was on <laughs> fire. And I was mad. I was mad at the world. So I, like, I, I don't want that for my child, though. Like I can laugh about it, but I don't want to think about that and look back and like, I made my child feel that way. Nah, I can't do that. There has to be a better way. There are people who saying it's a better way. It's people doing it better. Let me try. What about you, Diamond? Well, as far like, as... How did you when feel was... when you were doing something you know you weren't supposed to be doing? Like, How did you feel when you got caught? Were you... Because you know how some, some people are so scared if they did something wrong that the worst thing is is their parent finding out. And some people are like, you know what? I'm scared, but I need my parent to, I need to talk to my parent. I need to tell my parent. But some are just yeah. so scared that they like, nah. They don't, like, the consequences are worse. Yeah. You know, from them. Yeah, definitely. They just are so scared of their parents that they just like, you know what? Nah, like, please don't, don't, please don't. <laughs> Do you feel yeah. like you ever had any moments like that? Me? I felt, okay, so quick story time so this is when i was in my smoking weed days <laughs> and i was in high school and it was like it was two me and my like two close friends so we went into some random garage to go smoke and the not a random literally garage. random like my friend was like i didn't have a good feeling about it but my one of my friends like oh, we smoked there all the time da, da, da. you know we in high school doing stuff we're not supposed to be doing and right, right. so then my other friend was like, I hear somebody at the door. And we like, now nah, you tweaking. Like, we done now. Like, we're done. We about to leave. As like, my friend pulling the doorknob, somebody else twisting on the side. G is the police. <laughs> it's the police. We like, please don't call our parents. <laughs> <laughs> please. Because it's gone. Like, you can't. 
what you arrest us from the smell? Like it's gone. So we just like, please don't call our parents. They're like, we're not gonna call y'all parents. Da da da. I come home. They done called our parents. Oh, they some liars. <laughs> you know they was probably <laughs> Yeah, but I think it, it was more nerve-wracking just because not thinking like, oh, I'm about to get like a whooping or I'm about to get in trouble. It's just like, oh, I don't know how like to describe what I was thinking, what was gonna happen, but I just knew it was wrong and Did I shouldn't have like been maybe disappointing them. Not even disappointed. I just knew I shouldn't have been doing it because mm-hmm. I already had. It's just the oh, feeling yeah. of the unexpected. Like, yeah, it's just this. like for me. <laughs> yeah, like you. Yeah, that I'm telling your mama. Oh my God. And then me having. Yeah. Yeah. Having, having to wait hours for my mom. Like, for my mama to come or pick me up or for me to go home and me waiting hours and then I get in there, I finally get in the car with my mama. She pick me up. I'm gonna get you when you get home. <laughs> and it's like, hopefully, hopefully she forget. <laughs> I'm I'm putting on layers of they clothes. Never they never I'm going forget. to bed. It's, Why it's did we like think that they were gonna forget? We really did. We really did. Think oh. that they gonna forget? Yeah. It was. Yeah, it was times where I was, yeah, I had, had this one incident that I was just so, so scared of my my parents, my mom reaction. So we were at one of my aunt's house and I was so bored there, y'all. Like the dogs was in the little trouble. Yeah. As soon as she said she was bored, I knew. <laughs> the adults was in the living room, and the way I grew up, you can't sit around in the adult's face. Mm, you can't. Right. You can't be sitting in their face. You better go in the back with the kids. You better. I was probably about eleven, twelve. I didn't want to be back there with the little little bitty kids, the two three olds, but I couldn't sit in the adult's face, so I had no choice. But. I went in my aunt's bathroom and underneath her sink, she had everything as far as bleach, fabuloso, soap, detergent. She just had everything under her bathroom sink. Y'all, I sat there and was mixing that lady products. What? Everything underneath the seat. And didn't think nobody was going to notice or pay attention. The colors didn't change. Like I'm putting fabuloso in with the bleach, like nothing, nothing changed and nothing. The next day, we were out shopping, me and my mom and my aunts. Not the one whose stuff I messed up, another aunt. And we out shopping, and I, she called my mom's phone. <laughs> and my mama, she on the phone with it, she giving me that look, y'all. Like, she just real <laughs> looking at me. And I'm like, oh, snap. <laughs> and I'm trying to remember what I did. But she got off the phone, and she, uh, my other aunt was like, who is that? She was like, that's auntie, blah, blah, blah. She just, she was like, what she wanted? She told me Diamond uh, was mixing up her products in the bathroom. She kept seeing Diamond going back and forth to the bathroom. Not she you kept going Diamond. back and forth. I kept going back and forth, y'all. I didn't stay in there one time and was doing it. I kept running back and forth and just kept mixing. The product. I don't know what was going on in my mind, but that was the, one of the most dumbest <laughs> things I ever done, done in my life. <laughs> you feel out. me? Like anything, and like, don't be knowing that. And that's why I think it's important that sometimes we do explain certain things because just like Diamond didn't know what bleach could have done to her and mixing these different products. Like if you don't explain mm-hmm. certain things, it's like, well, how was I supposed to know? You just saying don't do it. Well, why not? <laughs> 
but don't mess with it or just stay away from this you know it's it's uh it's a demand but it's not it don't come with instructions yeah so mm -mm, so i like that so what some of the effects that they say for children for some of these oh real quick i didn't get a whooping that time y'all you didn't get that look right i didn't (laughs) no i didn't I just got that look though. Then that, that that look is something else. Like okay, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. I wasn't really a a troubled teen or a troubled person. Like I didn't really. The worst whooping I got. Well, I got two worst whoopings in my life. Um, the first one was by my dad, and this was the first time he ever even physically whooped me because he wasn't. My dad wasn't the disciplinarian. He was more of the well, he was, but punishment-wise, you can't watch TV. You can't go outside. Oh, I hate um, it when they took my it. TV away. Lord, I had shows on my. Oh, <laughs> no, my my dad used to do things to. He wouldn't physically take the TV, but he'll take something in regards to the TV. One of the plugs, or when yeah. my brother yeah. hit, let the game sit there and take the remote. Like, <laughs> cover like y'all gonna suffer looking at this type stuff. Like, just sitting there. Yeah. Yeah, but I had um with my dad, I y'all this whipping was crazy. He's <laughs> he was telling me all week to make up my bed. That make up your bed, make up your bed. Is he giving me statistics? Statistics shows that people who make up their bed every day is more successful than others and you'll never know who coming over in the middle of the day. Make up your bed, make up your bed. He, he y'all he was telling me all week, I ain't gonna lie, I wasn't making up that bed. I was in high school at this point. I'm I'm gone. I'm not making. I was driving too. I, I'm getting up out of here early in the morning. I'm not making up that bed. I came home one day. You ain't had no bed. He, yeah, the bed wasn't made up. He didn't drop kicked me, and I told you to make up the bed. I'm like, oh my god. But that was that was pretty much it. I wasn't really. It would have been funny if he would have took your bed. You don't want to make your bed. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got no beds laid. So okay, test test question like how would y'all handle that situation like right now um i would do something like well i just said i would take your bed and you can't sleep on your bed just how like say if you were slamming the door or like like say if you kept slamming the door i'm gonna take the door now what you gonna do <laughs> have, have done it like this my you know this my door i'm taking this whole door off the hinges you don't got no privacy no more slamming you ain't have to slam though so yeah i'm i'm uh i'm gonna be certain things is just like okay like, i ain't about to beat you up no nah, i'm about to take this and you finna live without you gonna learn how to appreciate this <laughs> is it crazy that i disagree with y'all no that's not what's your opinion i love it i this is <laughs> this is the whole point we ain't supposed to agree all the time i love it <laughs> right so I don't feel like taking away the things is going to change the point of like them not doing it or not seeing the value in doing it. It's just, I don't know. Like we will do the, like have a conversation because you won't like physically, you know, hit or, you know, give the child a whooping and then you won't take the item or something that's valuable to them. So what you would just have the conversation over and over again. Right, my dad has been having this conversation in this case with me all week. He even sat me down and told me statistics. And this person who makes up the bed is more successful. At some point, you're going to get tired of repeating yourself. And at, not, like you said, like every child is different. Some kids, um, for instance, for me, my brother and sister, 
you could tell my sister to sit down one time. I bet you she won't move the rest of the day. Versus my brother, you have to tell him 10 or 15 more times to sit down and he don't get that point. All right, now you need a whooping or now you need something valuable that you love taken from you or something like that. Like each child is different. What do you now, like? What do you get to that point where your child isn't listening? Right. Then what? Wait, you but wait, do but wait. Now, hold on, Shay. I want you to answer the answer the question. So what you what? So okay, your daughter, you told her, you told her, you told her. You've been telling her this for about two weeks now. This is a conversation that ain't going. Like, what are you now? What's your next step? Well, my I, honestly, my first thought would be: Is something wrong? Is there a reason why she? If some, if this is something she normally does and she's not doing it, that would like set off my alarm bells. Nah, she you doesn't know, so even normally do it. This is something that you want her to start doing, like making the bed. It's something. If it's something that I just want her to start doing and she's not doing yeah, it, yeah. Because I don't. Hold on, I'm sorry. I got because now, now oh. talking about this makes me piggyback. So, Diamond, did you grow up? making your bed like was you were you and your parents making y'all bed growing up right that's why i said let me ask you a question i was gonna yeah, ask because like, because you need certain pieces to put it together yeah, <laughs> so i get you Shay. i feel you because so, if it is just like a, a child who doesn't ever make their bed this is a battle and struggle we've been dealing with for a long time we'd had to take different measures probably long ago you know if it's not just the bed but if it was just like you had that week where he just like kept telling you or it had been like for a long span of time that he had been asking you. So in my case, I grew up on making my bed. We couldn't, we couldn't leave the house until our bed was made up right or something like and that. And you grow up as a teen. Yeah, now you but, don't feel like it. Yeah. No, the time, the thing that changed was I began to drive. Before then, my parents, we not leaving this house until mm. your bed is made. Okay, I have no choice but to make up my bed because I'm you're my rat. I'm riding with you. Then I got in high school and began to draft. All right, I'm gone. No need to make up my bed. I'm making stops in the morning. I'm stopping at giving me some breakfast. I'm picking up my friends. Y'all literally, I was picking up my friends almost every day when I became when I started driving. That's when you you have to pay attention to because everybody wants your real friend mm. then too. But once you started driving, it's like, dang, I got all these friends now. All right, let me pick them up going to school. That's the only thing that shifted. Like I started, which like you said, that was a change. Me started driving versus at first. All right, we not leaving until everybody' bed is made up. Right. Okay. Cool. Transition. Okay, I liked how you did that. Okay. I, but you paying attention to transitions are important because even a little thing could be a set off, especially for somebody so young. Stuff set me off all the time when I was that age. I was mad about stuff. But so my mom wasn't really always disciplinarian. It was always my dad. And we did. They were separated and lived together. So she would be calling. Mm. So for me, it was just like that anticipation of waiting for that other parent to come and and impart the discipline but they're not always around you know 24 7 to see the rest of what's going on so like that was my experience so I I don't feel like I don't know I don't feel like just taking that hard approach always is is the way to go because for me just I just had so much other things going on with me as a child my parents didn't really find out 
about much until I got older and started expressing it to them. But there was always something going on for me. So I want to make sure like I'm hitting on those things. You slowing down and paying attention. I like yeah, that. Yeah. Okay. You making me change. You making me think. You making me question something. Yeah, you ain't making me change. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, like, nah. I hear you though. She like, mm mm. But I think she too you with you having a daughter. That, and well, I also understand where you coming from, Diamond, because the way you were raised, you were raised in a two parent household. You got to see so many positive things. Mm-hmm. Like, we didn't really grow up the same. So you see things from your parents in a positive light and you can impart that on your children. I feel like in a in a positive way, you can you can do that. Mm-hmm. Because you've seen it done positively. You don't talk about your parents negatively. You talk about them in the highest mm-hmm. like even as we talk about the things that you went through growing up, some of the ways they discipline you. People are not always gonna get it right. We're not always gonna get mm-hmm. it right. Agree. Um yeah, I love that. So this, like how Shay was talking about this, talks about the type of parenting style that the effects that it may have on the children. And so for the authority, what's the word, Shay? <laughs> <laughs> authoritarian. Authoritarian. They said the effect on your children um, may be social skills, indecisive and troubled thinking on their own, low self-esteem. Poor judge of character, anger management, or resentfulness. Um, for the the permissive one, the effect that they said is lack of responsibility, lack of support or decision making, impulsiveness, aggressiveness, lack of independence, personal responsibility, and anxiety and depression. And that was for the permissive one. That's oh wow. And then for the authoritative. They the effect it says close nurturing relationships with parents, kids tend to be responsible, able to manage their aggressions. Now, of course, these are not for every child, but this is what their studies are being shown. Kids are likely to be happy and successful, and then neglective, unevolved is substance use. Dang, that's their first one. <laughs> Dang. Uh rebellion, rebellion, rebel. Y'all know, huh? y'all know, y'all know what I'm trying to say. Re- Rebellious? Yes. Delinquency, lower <laughs> cognitive and emotional empathy. Hey, the emotional empathy, I can see for, uh, I can see that for people who like, for some parents who were uninvolved in their life, I can definitely see some lack of emotional empathy for certain people. Not everybody, but um, so going into the six subtypes of parenting styles, um, I'm going to have one of y'all read those. Y'all got this. Take it over. <laughs> um, so we got um, free range parenting, helicopter parenting, lighthouse parenting, attachment parenting, tiger parenting. I'm going to pull that up. So oh, I know you're good. So free range parenting, they say allow their children the independence of being less supervised and unsupervised in public. Hey, that was, that was my Nana. I could walk around in the store and do, 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 do what I want. I I could be independent. Should be yelling, Jasmine, all in the store. (laughs) Are you serious? Mm -hmm. I was definitely like, I could do, like, I was really independent. I could do what I want sometimes. I feel like, um, now, this reminds me, before we get into it, 
Have y'all heard of that net or not Netflix? It's Hulu. That it's TV Hulu show. show. Mm. Yeah, the parenting. Mm-hmm. And they go through different types of parent stuff. And so I seen one clip from it. I haven't seen. I I do want to actually check it out. But I seen one clip from it. They were like um, leaving their kids at home alone. At what age? They were like small children, like maybe five, five, no more than eight. I saw, I think, um, so they weren't like grown children, but they were testing to see if they would open the door for a stranger. Mm. And they were confident that their child wouldn't open the door. (laughs) Some of these kids. Hey. (laughs) These kids were opening the door. Hey, come right in. Like the people were like, oh, I'm here to check the fridge. I'm here to check the dishwasher. And they were like, yeah, come right in. And it's like, that's that's how easy it is. Were all of them? Like, did any one kid not open the door? I don't know. I would have to check out the, the whole full thing. Okay. See, stuff. speaking yeah. of like so stuff like that, mm-mm. I'm not even opening the door, baby. I'm looking at, I'm peeking out the window like, who is this? I don't know you. Mm-mm. I ain't been at home. I do that now. If somebody rang the doorbell, knock on the door, sweetie, I'm not, I'm not expecting company. So. No. I feel like right now and <laughs> in, in how we live, but it wasn't that common growing up to know people who will leave their kids at home alone. That's don't answer the door for nobody. That, but that was a thing. Like, don't answer the door for nobody. Mm-hmm. If anybody called, don't answer the phone. Like, act like you're not home. Mm, yeah, that is true. And that's how I act now. <laughs> okay. Look, I'm not expecting. I'm not expecting anybody. So I don't know why you're knocking on the door. Like, you can knock and I'm going to just be. I don't know what's going on. I'm a peek at when I tell you when I I'm a peek. I may like say somebody ring the doorbell now. I'm not expecting company, so I'm not even getting up. <laughs> okay. Ain't no y'all. So I kind of want to like segue a little bit and ask a topic. I mean a question. Mm-hmm. So have y'all gone over y'all parenting styles and rules with other people such as grandparents, aunts, uncles, or whoever, you know, you have watch your child. Um, I would say like, like when you say rules, I don't really have many rules right now other than please do not feed my child pork. Um, I don't really have Maybe once y'all start talking about it, I may think of something. But right now, I don't really have any rules. I think it was one more, but I can't remember what it is. But other than that, um, yeah, no, I don't. I don't think. But, but when like when they get older, it's like certain things like that you would think common sense, but it's not common sense. Like. I don't want my son riding in the car with any and everybody. <laughs> That's just one thing I don't I don't like. And I don't know if that's considered like helicoptering or anything or being overprotective, but it's certain like you just you just cannot ride in the car with anybody. That's just me. People do dumb things. Um, like some people go around train tracks. And you've seen it happen every year. There's been a train, 
a train crash because somebody went around the tracks. You feel me? So it's just like Mm -hmm. little certain things that is just like, it's a no for me. Like even honestly, like when he gets older, you cannot ride with anybody. Or when you get a car, you cannot just let anybody in your car. You don't know who this person knows. You know, it's just, I don't know. I just, the type of day that we live in my mind, or just how some people may be speeding and they're trying to get off on the exit. So they hurry up and speed off and trying to get off the exit. Like there's people who are in accidents and get killed because of certain, certain things like that. So yeah, that was just like, my rule is just, no, nah, you ain't running a car with anybody. Um, I definitely had to make it clear that nobody was whooping my child. Um, like if she needs to be disciplined, you bring her to me, but don't put your hands on my child. Um, I tell auntie, who I love very much, that we will squabble if she put her hands on the <laughs> squabble. You open it up. Okay. <laughs> um we not doing that. Mm. I I don't even like putting my hands on my child. Why why are you putting your hands on my child? Um That's a good one. You know, I had a friend who watched my child very early on and I told her obviously because we're in COVID, don't let nobody else hold my child. And she broke that. One time? I I literally that was literally like one of my only rules. Just don't let nobody else hold my child. And she did. And she did not watch my child for a while. For a very long time. Did she question why? Or did she already know? Did you already communicate like, hey, you went I communicated why, you know, and even the circumstance that she told me that it was in didn't justify it for me. You know, mm. so yeah. Um, and it, I try not to be overprotective. You know, like uh, what was that the style? The helicopter mm-hmm. parent. It's an overprotective parent always. I I'm not like that. But if I I felt like at that time it was appropriate. It was a an appropriate ask for the situation we were in in the state of the world. You know, we I don't want nobody else put their hands on my child. They could possibly get my child sick. That's not what we bring. So, you know, it is disappointing when you do set those boundaries and you feel like people don't live up to them. But, you know, you are the one kind of setting the rules, setting the boundaries for it. So um, you can't guarantee that other people are going to follow it. But you can recognize, hey, if you're not along with that, maybe my child can't be around you. Yep. I definitely agree, Shay. Because that, that's one of mine's like, don't um, discipline my child. Um, if my child needs discipline, bring them to me. Um, yeah. Let me know. Um, and I'll discipline them. Because, um, yeah, I'm just leaving it at that. <laughs> but, yeah, definitely. Um, another rule I have, um, can't everybody, can't, can't nobody, please don't kiss my child. <laughs> Yes, like, that is a please that do is not a thing. kiss my child. Like I don't care who you are, what you are, don't put your lips on my child. When I first had my baby, I wasn't kissing on him. 
I honestly didn't start kissing on my child until he turned one and now he's two. So, um, but before then, when he was first born because of COVID, um, if COVID, yeah, probably wouldn't happen or wouldn't exist. I probably would have been kissing him, but no, my baby is a newborn. He's not up to date on all his shots. He knows. So don't put your lips on my child. It's too much going on. That's that. And then I know I'm going to have the, the same rule when he gets older as jazz. Everybody can't, of course, get in your vehicle. That will lead me to take your vehicle. You will not have a vehicle if I find <laughs> out somebody is in your car and not supposed to be in your car. Literally, I want to say today or yesterday, I don't know, but recently all these these shootings in the car and today exactly. a, a one-year-old girl. Yes, a one-year-old girl got killed from just being in the car. So every you can't, you know, everybody can't be in your car and you can't put your child in everybody's car. Um, yes. Like Jazz said, yes. every year somebody um, passed from a, this guy who I went to high school with passed away because he, uh, in the past year, tried to run through a train. Wow. So, yeah, like, it, it's not... It's very unsafe. And then some people you get in their car. Um, I don't care when I'm, when my son is going with someone else, I try to bring the car seat with that person or give that car seat to the person. Not everyone has a car seat in their car for you. So, or a space that, for the car seat. You, have, if my baby or, doesn't have space for this car seat, they're not going. <laughs> they can't go. Exactly. Uh huh. Yeah. And then I just think this rule that I just added and I, um, sent it on social media on Facebook. And the lady said, please do not tell my child that we have secrets. And I found that very deep because it's like, don't have a secret with my child. I want my child to be comfortable to tell me everything. I want to be able to listen to everything that my child has to say. Don't have a secret between my child. I don't care if it's between a piece of candy. Don't, don't tell your mama I gave you this candy. No, I want my child to tell to be able to tell me every single thing. So you are breaking that that. up between between. Yeah, Yeah. like you breaking that up between my relationship with my child, because now my child is probably thinking, oh, should I tell my mom this? Should I not tell my mom this? No, I want my child to be comfortable telling me whatever it is, whether it's from a piece of candy or whether the first time they lose their virginity. Like no matter what the situation is, I want my child to be comfortable enough to come and talk to me. And I was reading some of the comments and they like, you would be tricked if I tell your child over a piece of candy. Yes. Yes, it's just that simple because if I tell you not to give my child chocolate and you gave them chocolate and be like, keep this between us. No, because now I can't trust you. And if you go in as far as a piece of chocolate, imagine how else far you would go. So yeah, exactly. I just added that to my rule list. I was playing. I'm like, okay. Because think about it. If you have a child who doesn't have parents, maybe who they can't go to, you know, are they not comfortable with or whatever the case may be there? You're establishing that I can have these secrets away and there are adults who take advantage of children like that. Mm-hmm. So it is important to instill that in the people around you. We don't we don't do no secrets. There is no reason why an adult should have a secret with, with a, child. a child. And it's called mm-hmm. grooming. Y'all, I just sent that to y'all the other day. Because I'm like, yeah. I've seen, I'm like yeah. what yeah. is this? And I was like, see, that's why I don't like people. Because <laughs> they be, mm-hmm. be, be doing stuff. Now, let me, let me get back into these sub-parenting styles real quick. Because these were interesting. We talked about the free range a little bit. Jazz mentioned that. And we talked about the helicopter parent. But we also got the snowplow parent. 
And a snowplow parent is somebody who basically will just drop everything to fulfill their child's needs and wants and demands no matter how small. And, you know, they, it says they usually have good intentions and don't want their children to experience struggle, but it can also be detrimental in some ways. Um, then you have the lighthouse parenting, which sounds the most positive out of all of these. It basically just says, like, we should be lighthouses for our children, stable beacons of light um, on the shoreline from which they can measure themselves. Mm. That's um, but it's just basically finding the perfect balance between loving, protecting, communicating, and nurturing your child. Um, and then attachment parenting is those parents who just like right off always there, you know, just always got to, you need to do this, you need to do that. And it's just very sensitive, you know, just right there. Then we have the tiger parents, which are basically like, they are tough. Like they expect obedience and they expect success and they don't want nothing less. Like those parents who put a lot of pressure on you to be perfect or just to, you know, do a lot for the family, whatever that may be, you know. So yeah. Um, we we took tests and like we both mentioned that we were like on the active parenting. What did you get on your test, Diamond? I don't I was the same. It was the same? Mm-hmm. Yeah. We'll put the test in the link below. It was two tests, but one was like five minutes, one was twenty five minutes. Feel free to take the twenty five minute one, y'all. We did not take that one yet, but we will, and we'll share our results. But I didn't have 25 minutes, right? <laughs> I only had five. <laughs> <laughs> but it's good for if you actually want to, like, explore where your parenting styles mm-hmm. is. I was a little bit surprised by where I landed in some of the scales. Like, as far as, like, yeah, I was an active parent, but I also had the authoritarian and the permissive. And I'm like, okay, that's kind of what I grew up under. That would make mm-hmm. sense. But I want to sure that I lean more towards being like that stable beacon of life you know I want you to be able to come and talk to me I want you to, I, I I also my biggest thing about parenting is making sure that I, like for real I am a stable beacon of life I'm if I'm secure within myself who I am I can control my emotions I can be patient I can listen I can hear and I can make proper decisions not just for my child but I I'm showing her how to make decisions in life for her family. And so if she could see that from me as an example, then she's more than likely to follow under that. You know, Diamond, your parents, they show you that. That's what you fall under. Jasmine, the same thing. You know, I'm not going to say there are certain things that I don't follow from my parents. I love them very much. But there are so many things that they just didn't get a chance to do that I'm in the position now to have to do. And it's so much hard work. And I, I understand you know, their story, where they were at in life. And I don't fault them for their parenting at all. Because there were so many other positive things that I learned. But there is just so much stuff that I'm just, I'm trying to do better. Uh, you know, we, I uh, love that. we got this warm parent. I know. And my daughter keep pulling it off the strep. Like she, every day when she get home, which is, I'm, grateful for she runs to the bookshelf and she pulling books off the shelf that she obviously can't read but she'll just sit there flip through the pages acting like she read it and you know 
I'm I'm proud of that. Like she's bringing this, and I'm like this this was a sign from God, obviously, for us to make sure we picking up this book, knowing that we doing the right things and we on the right path. Like that makes me feel proud. Yes, I love that Shay. Kudos to yes. you, girl. Yes, yes. So, I'm proud. Of I'm proud. So we've been on this journey together. We really have through the little babies, and just think this this is about to be year three. <laughs> I love this fun. So and, and I'm grateful because we're also watching each other grow. We're also learning from each other, just how we just learned from you earlier today, how you disagree with us. And I appreciate you telling like, hey, you know, I disagree with that. And this is why. And these are my um, these are my thoughts on that, because now you made me think of something that I wasn't thinking of. So I appreciate that. Thank you. And y'all, y'all need to tell us what type of parenting style y'all think y'all are. Did y'all agree with what we were saying? Did y'all disagree with what we were saying? How do you feel that you handle certain things that we were coming across and how you were raised? Yeah, because Diamond, you really made a good a really good point with like no secrets like that's a big one and I'm gonna make sure like I remember that because I heard that somewhere on TikTok I think it was but I'm glad you brought that to my attention because that is a really good one I love that we be learning stuff from each other y'all okay. this is, we try to make this a good space to have these conversations because sometimes you may not have the the people to have the conversations you can listen to us and be able to hear the opinions and sometimes you just want to ask the question or hear how somebody else will go about a situation because we not all we don't think the same we experience life different Mm -hmm. so where i hear diamond i'm like okay that's that's interesting i wouldn't think about it that way and based on how she grew up i understand why versus where it's like certain things where i'm like I don't know. I don't think about it like that. And it's because I'm like, dang, okay, the way I grew up, that makes sense. You know? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. And look, now, 20 years from now, I do not want to look back and be like, I wish I did this differently. Really? Yes. <laughs> I wish I did this differently. We can't. We definitely can't control it. But we doing our thing. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. That's why you try different different methods and see which method best works for your Mm -hmm. child. With for you and your child, not just your child. Like a lot of parents take just their child into consideration in the feelings. You also have to think about yours too as well because yours is still valid. You still matter. So that's why you try different different techniques and see which ones work. Like that's why so many of them. So that's the exact after this conversation. Well, I have honestly been trying different techniques. Like you know, uh, a whooping technically isn't always my first choice. That that's definitely the last choice. But yeah, definitely try different um, techniques. And with us only having two year olds, we got to see how it is once they get older. Because I might. Be Taking a dough up off this hinges, like instead of <laughs> instead of a whooping, I might be taking your bed away. I might be taking your cockies. Like we just have to see what's best works for our child as they grow older. Because I've seen a lot of people be like, "Look, we didn't. I don't think we even touched on a gentle parenting. No, we didn't even get touched on that." Uh, but yeah, people be like, you know, gentle parenting is not for me. I try to be gentle, but then they'll show the video like I'm being gentle and the child ain't listening. Then they yell <laughs> and the child listening. like, 
obviously you're yelling. They're going to hear you. But like at the same time, I do understand like having that patience to just be like, oh, you know, it's like you. So they say the um, definition is like evidence based approach to raising happy, confident children by having empathy, respect, understanding and boundaries. But it depends on that person, that parent's boundary. You have to make sure you as a person that your boundaries are strong. Or you're going to let your kids walk right all over. Mm-hmm. hmm I agree. This was a good episode, y'all. I appreciate the conversation. I love this episode. It was. And I feel like this can go long. No, it can because it's so, it's so many stories. There's so many situations. Yeah. So we're going to definitely... Bring it back again. We're going to bring it back again. Yeah, definitely. But they know how, how our parenting style mm-hmm. is going. Oh, yeah. We definitely can do an update in whether or not, you know, we we switched our parenting styles. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe we, yeah, doing some totally another parenting style than what we were doing before. But right. uh, like Jazz said, this is a great episode. We're probably going to do a part two on it later on. We want to hear your feedback, your parenting styles. If you have questions about our parenting styles or just have any general comments, please make sure you message us and let us know. Um, also, <laughs> don't forget to submit a mom for the week. Um, shout out a mom. Yes. Us. We need to put some moms out there. Mother's Day approaching, New Year, let's shout out right. some So we also want to do a Q&A. We want to have an episode where you guys are giving us questions and we answering the questions on the episode. Stop it so in the mic. Please please please. <laughs> oh. <laughs> please, 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 we need everyone to reach out to us, DM us questions about any episode we didn't did in the uh, past, any episode you want us to do in the future, anything. Okay, so thank you guys again for listening to another episode. Please, please, please make sure you subscribe to our podcast. We appreciate everyone that's listening. And we ask that you tell a friend so that they can tell a friend and everyone can listen and be on board with this podcast. It only takes a few minutes for you guys to rate us, give us a review um shout us out anything of that nature please do so also please make sure you are following us on all social media platforms we are on facebook instagram twitter tiktok and new age mamas and we are now also on youtube so please check us out on youtube um don't forget to like comment subscribe rate us whatever we have so much more in store for you guys and that's a wrap I wasn't even in the camera. I was like, <laughs> wait, I don't remember seeing the time. Oh, there we go. I was still recording. I think yeah. Shay just clicked herself out. She didn't stop yeah, recording. She, she probably must have. She probably tried to hit stop recording to click out. Oh, there you go. <laughs> we like, what happened? I'm looking at the time. I'm like, it's still going. <laughs> hold on, hold on. <laughs> She done exit herself out again. Why is it tweaking on me? Okay.